2: This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, I'm John Jackson and welcome to the first Talk Sport Daily podcast of the week. And We begin with the reaction to Mikel Arteta's Arsenal beating Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool at the Emirates. Here's the fallout on Talk Sports. Arsenal fans are high-fiving and some are even dancing with each other. The Gunners might well be the real deal this season. They're back on top of the Premier League, but it's an excellent day for Mikel Arteta as it finishes Arsenal 3, Liverpool 2. Mikel, you
1: have only dropped three points this season. I mean, in your wildest dreams, you couldn't have had this good a start in your mind, could you? Probably no, but you have to go game by game and uh, the team is winning football matches but I think it's deserving to, to win those matches and that's the most important thing and um, we need to go again and we know that uh, in football every opponent is going to give you problems and, uh, and the boys are resolving those problems at the moment.
0: On a one-off game and I think they play them in a couple of weeks time that's the big test for Arteta to see how far Arsenal have really come because Manchester City have improved, Arsenal have certainly improved no doubt about that it's a test But is it a test too much for Arsenal? I think it possibly is, certainly going for the Premier League title, but you're right, Arsenal look as if they're going to finish easy in that top four. They're 14 points clear of Liverpool, who
2: now have a six-point gap to even bridge to the top four. Not a good day for Jurgen
0: Klopp. Our problem at the moment is not 14 points behind Arsenal, not at all. Our problem is that we we need to find a way to win football games consistently, and, yeah, an earthquake. I would say. So, and all the rest, whatever can be sorted, will be sorted then in a the moment we start playing, when we start uh, playing football. But you saw around. So, I think we played a really good game, apart from the three situations around the goals.
2: Luis Diaz and Trent Alexander Arnold both went off injured. Liverpool have won only two of the first eight. They're mid table.
0: I have really no idea in a moment. Trent, I've worked together with him for ages now, can't remember a situation when he, if he can play on, he plays on. But today it was not possible. Saik stood on the foot and twisted the ankle, so I didn't see it yet. But that's what um, I got as explanation. Of.
2: Liverpool's Virgil van Dijk feels the hosts were lucky. It's all about small margins, and in this case, it's it's not benefiting us,
0: and that's disappointed. I think we could have had a penalty in the first half as well with a handball that they didn't given. I think the tackle on Trent was also quite something that you know could be spoken about. But you know, it's all these small things that doesn't go away at the moment. And on top of that, we have to uh, perform for 90 minutes long instead of, um, you know, obviously uh, moments in games.
2: Well, on to another big Premier League win now as Eric Ten Hag's Manchester United beat Super Frank Lampard's Everton at Goodison Park. The match was live and exclusive to Talk Sports. unbeaten run finally comes to an end at the hands of the Red Devils who bounce back from defeat to Manchester City with consecutive wins in the Europa League and
1: the Premier League. Today you saw a good maybe even first half an impressive uh, performance from our team and responded well, even after the setback from 1-0 down and they were really composed, stick to the plan uh, and turn around before half-time, so yeah, it's a big compliment to the team.
2: Gives it back to Casemiro, who plays it down the left for Ronaldo to scamper into the left channel and get into the Everton box. He drives it left-footed
0: and scores his 700th club career goal. It's mind-boggling. Adrian, it really is and testament to him himself the way he conducts himself the way he's looked after himself throughout the whole of his career yes of course at the beginning of the season he showed frustration and wanted to leave Manchester United but he's there and when he's called upon he comes up with the big goals and that's what he's had to do tonight and not a brilliant performance from Manchester United but his name will be the one on the back of the newspapers tomorrow it'll be all over the television screens and we're talking about it right now because that's what that man does he wins football matches and he scores goals
2: Cristiano Ronaldo did come off the bench and score his 700th club career goal today is he still the best striker that you've got at this club?
1: It's clear he is a massive player but also we have other good strikers uh, and I'm happy with that uh, and we have so many games to cover we can't play every time the same players and today Anthony Martial had a problem but before he had an impact because he had the one who was the assist on the first goal so happy And with that, I think Rashford makes the third goal. Unfortunately, this allowed. So, I am in a lucky circumstance that I have more good strikers.
2: Ronaldo will get the headlines for his 700th club career goal. That ends up being the winner. Everton 1, Manchester United 2. And just when you thought Ronaldo was out he pulls himself back in and he gets the goal that has put Manchester United in front and boy did that please
0: those Manchester United fans and it's a superb finish from a man we've been questioning is he finished will you give him chances like that he's not going to let you down many occasions 700 club career goals absolutely incredible a quick sharp counter-attack and a brilliant finish from the Brazilian makes it, Everton 1,
2: Manchester United 1. Not our best first half. After a great start, obviously, a great goal by Alex, but um, bits of our game were off. You know, we allowed them a little bit of control, but the, the, the killer moments are the two turnovers to lead to, to their goals. We spoke a lot about their, their counter-attacking threat. I think it's probably their biggest threat, in my opinion, because of the level of player they have at the top end of the pitch and the speed. So, in that, in that sense, we shoot ourselves in the foot, and we were off where we've been, and... Um, things to correct at half-time which we sort of did and then in the end we were pushing but the first half is the one that dictates the result Well on to Sunday's other Premier League matches now starting with David Moyes' West Ham beating Marco Silva's Fulham at the London Stadium Fulham stay ninth. They've now lost two in a row, but they might feel a bit unlucky to come away with nothing today. Either way, it's the Hammers that go home happy. It's finished. West Ham three, Fulham one.
1: The key to it is to sort of build on what we've been doing the last two years. We don't want to. We don't want everything that we've done in the last two years to go away. We want to keep up all the good habits. We were fast. We were intense, and we're still building bits of that as as well as we'd like. But overall today, look, like I have to say, the you know. There was a couple of decisions, as you rightly said, might have, might have been in our favour. I think it's a, from my point of view, it's a stonewall penalty kick. I don't think you can defend like that in, in football. Uh, American football, yeah. But overall, I thought we, I thought in the end, the chances we made today, we deserved the victory. You are a passionate team, definitely. We'll do it. We'll embrace the challenge. We'll go. Of course, they are, with the strange feeling in the dressing room, they are sad. Again, I told them the things that we have to, to keep improving, we'll work on it because it's not, I'm not the type of guy. To my players and to my football club to find excuses every time. I think what I've seen everyone saw it uh, 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 as well and we have to keep going.
2: Huge three points for the Eagles just their second league win of the season and they move level on nine points with today's opponents.
1: You know every game is really challenging and the games that we played today was as difficult as any of the games we play so far. So what is important for us to build from that win is to keep our competitiveness our togetherness, to allow ourselves to win games, especially when we don't play as well as we will want to.
2: And here's the take of Leeds gaffer Jesse Marsh. For Leeds... It's now five games without a win for them. And after being so good in the first half, they struggled badly in the second period.
1: They made some tactical adjustments. And they, like I said, they chipped balls past our midfield. And they, they tried to bypass our pressing a little bit by chipping in between our, our back line and our midfield line. And then we didn't do a good job of closing. We made a couple adjustments to deal with that better. Um, they got a couple of 1v1 situations mm. on the wing, but I thought we dealt with them pretty well. And then it's a good goal, you know. And, and that's what you need on a day like today. You need, you need a player to make a play and they had one and we didn't today
2: and next up here's former Premier League striker Tony Cascarino or as Andy would say let me just get back from hang on big Tony Cascarino he claims that Newcastle could make the top six this season
1: Newcastle up to fifth Bruno was stolen the show. Tell you what, it'll be carnival time on the quayside tonight. 52,000 at St James's. they've seen Newcastle 5, Brentford 1.
0: Newcastle have won great form. If you take their form from 22, they've had a great year, you know, mm. so far in 22. Did I think they'd get inside the top eight? Yes. Um, did I think six? I thought that was a bit beyond them. Now I'm looking and thinking... This team could make the top six, definitely, because they're a side that have got a bit of everything. got loads of pace, got technical ability. They're sound defensively. I like Nick Pope in goal, as long as he don't pass the (laughs) ball out from the back. Nick Pope's a really good goalkeeper. I think if he just keeps his game simple, he's a top keeper. He'll pull off save after save during the course of a season. And Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
2: Onto not-so-big Perry Groves reacting to that moment when Erling Haaland actually missed a chance for Manchester City. I didn't actually believe it happened, but someone told me it happened and then another person backed him up, so it must have happened.
0: Foden looks to find Haaland
2: in the middle. What a ball! Haaland! It's hit the post and stayed out. You thought that was destined for the bottom corner. When he hits the post, there's a you could hear it. The whole crowd went as if to think, I can't believe what I've just seen. Now, normally you have a gasp when you see something that blows your mind. I I remember being at the Emirates when Mesut Ozil bumped the ball into the ground and it goes over the goalkeeper mm-hmm. and you think, and then you go, oh, have I just seen that? And then you look on the big screen and you go, whoa. That was amazement gasp from all the Man City fans thinking, oh my God, he's just missed. All right, that's it. Thank you for listening on the Talk Sport app or wherever you choose to get your podcast from. Don't forget live commentary tonight of the mighty Nottingham Forest, my team, taking on Aston Villa in the Premier League in a Talk Sport exclusive. Can't guarantee Nottingham Forest are going to win. In fact, Aston Villa haven't been playing well themselves. So maybe, no, actually no, Nottingham Forest will probably still lose. Uh, Adrian Durham will host that one. There's an extended build-up from 6, kick-off at 8pm, and there'll be another one of these TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning when the big man Andy Goldstein returns. Until then, stay safe, everyone. Stay safe.
0: That was a podcast from TalkSport.